0: Welcome again to the podcast. I'm really glad to have you with us. I really hope you enjoyed our last series of podcasts on prayer with uh, Stuart Robinson. I hope you grabbed a copy of his book. It was a really, really great blessing as a number of us have been reading it. Today we we jump into an entirely different place and field, the great harvest field of India. We love India. India is so close to our hearts. India is a place of, of greatness in so many ways. A great number of people. There's some great leaders in India, Christian leaders, who are doing amazing works. And God is doing great things in India. God is pouring out his spirit. And yet in the midst of that greatness, there is much uh, persecution, difficulty, and worry. And uh, we, we see the, in the midst of the exploding axe-style church, that is happening in India, the corresponding persecution. Uh, today we, we welcome Simon, and we d- that's not his real name for security concerns, from one of the states of central India. And Simon's going to share about the ministry and the things that God is doing. And as we listen, I hope that this serves as a as a word of encouragement, of fire and of power for us as we embrace the gospel and what Jesus wants to do in our location. So welcome to the podcast, Simon. Thank you, Dave.
1: Uh, This is a great opportunity for me to be here on this podcast.
0: Uh, Simon, tell us a little bit about your journey in DMM and and what what, uh, you have been doing. Let us get to know you a little bit.
1: Yes, Dave. Um, My journey begins uh, year 2018. And uh, I started practicing DMM. Before that, I was a traditional church planter and a pastor in a church uh, here in center part of the country. But not seen any fruits in my ministry, uh, where I was a pastor only Sunday church. I am going and preaching and uh, teaching my people. But uh, apart that, I am not doing, and our people not doing any things. But when I came to know about the DMM, DMM really changed my mind. Where the hmm. where they use the word, uh, which is in Bible, Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Jesus commanded his 11th disciple, go out, make disciples, baptize them, teach them to obey. So he's commanding to the people, his disciple, to go out and share the gospel. And... We read many, uh, many books in the Bible and especially I'm talking about four gospels, a book where Jesus went out and shared the gospel and he teach his disciples to go out doing same things, uh, uh, in, in the Bible. So I, I, I know that uh, that things and uh, I start practicing in my life the pre- uh, real things of the Bible. And I went out, shared the gospel and seen many fruits come to the Christ. And same things I, I teach my church believer, church people to go out and do these same things. And they went out, they went out uh, on the field area. As Bible says, uh, Book of Acts, uh, Chapter 1-8, uh, the uh, disciple filled with the Holy Spirit and they are witnessing to the to their uh, neighborhood, village, towns, and state, and country and continent where the return is. So they went out with the, with the Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit strengthened them, helped them to share the good news to the people. And the result of that sharing is many people believed on the gospel, accept Jesus as a savior. Many, many fruits we've seen there. Villages, hmm. town area, semi-urban area, we've seen many, many fruits coming to the Christ. Only just they are obeyed the word and went out. And these people are really ordinary. So when I see these things, my mentality, my thoughts changed after that. And God prepared my heart to start the Great commission ministry or church planting ministry here in the center part of the country. And start training people, start uh, helping and coaching leaders and seeing many, many leaders are simply obeying, going out and what they are learning from the Bible, what they are leading by the Holy Spirit. They are doing things and seeing the many fruits. So that that really changed my my thoughts, and I start beginning with my ministry with DMM and DMM explode in many places.
0: Wow! Yeah, and uh, those paradigm shifts from shifting to running a church to obeying the word of God and and getting into the harvest and multiplying like that, and also you 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 multiply um constantly by training others don't you and um yeah so uh tell us a little bit about what that looks like today as you uh, are multiplying and working um what 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 do you do during in a month what what happens how do you how do you multiply in the way that you're doing
1: yes uh we have three things where we seen the multiplication growth in our whole work. First is disciple making disciple, leaders making leaders, second things, and third things, house church giving birth new house churches, where we seen every person have the obligation and responsibility on their shoulder to do their uh, part in the kingdom of the Lord. And my, my, my responsibility is to be help this catalyst leader, help this people and coach them, train them to go and multiply, go and multiply. And these are the very ordinary people, the rural hmm. urban area. And I'm traveling uh, some of the state here and helping people. And we've seen there uh, releasing the authority I, I does always as Jesus did giving authority to the people to do the same things and they they are doing same things with their downline people or leaders in their respective area so releasing authority simple obeying the word going out and sharing and the holy lead by the holy spirit these are the things we seen here the multiplication so my job is training people training leaders coaching and help them to ignite the movement in their area and just monitor observe their work where they are lack or miss something i help them i coach them and they say they come on the right path and do same same things what they begin that so that is that is my my role at present
0: this is actually um Providing incredible growth and generational growth, so we're not talking about uh, just a one person, one house church. We're talking generations of house churches um, going down numbers of streams. Uh, so, um, how many generations uh, have have you seen? I remember looking at something once, and it's, it went down quite a number of generations of house churches. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, good day. Uh, uh, we see seen the multiplication growth here and uh, ministry or church planting is not a making disciple, but church planting or disciple making is, you know, multi- multiplication and generational growth. So at present, we have eight plus generation streams and our uh, uh, downline leaders, you can say eight generation plus we have in our ministry here in our network at present. And we seen there multiplication, mul- multiplying churches, multiplying leaders, multiplying house churches. We see mm. the tremendous growth here
0: uh, in our ministry. Wow, that's that's just fantastic. And I, I like the way you said, you know, it's not just about discipling people in the way that traditionally we view discipleship, which is training people more about the Bible. But really discipleship is about multiplication and, and training people to multiply. Every believer has a responsibility to multiply and to take and go and do their part. And, uh, it, we definitely see that. Tell us, um, draw us, you know, as Westerners, we hear stories. What does it look like in, in India, the villages and the, the various, um, um, uh, there are so, so many villages and so many communities and different language groups and, and castes. Give us a view of the the missionary task force that you're involved in.
1: Yes, uh, in India, there's a variety of the people, languages, culture, food. We are famous for that and we are uh, rich in the hospitality and, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, our outfit is uh, very, uh, you know, the variety things. For the Westerners, for other country people, here is a great opportunity here in India. 1.4 billion population at present and there is a 2%, 2, 2, 4% gospel at present uh, in the country. Gospel need, harvest is plentiful, laborers are few. And whatever we are doing, our capacity, we are doing to raising more leaders, helping uh, more believers and giving more authority to the downline peoples and church members to go out and share the gospel. At present, we've seen there is many, many people are looking Toward us, to share, to listen something from us, to get saved at present, and India is a big harvest at present. We' still many, many thousand and thousand people at present, they never heard the gospel. We need a prayer, we need a prayer. and task is big at present for us in India. And you guys can join us in prayer. You can join us in, in another way to, to build the kingdom of God, build the, you know, the sustained movements of the God, which is we started by the Holy Spirit leading and now it's growing. And many people are praying for us. Many people are joining in a different, different way to expand the kingdom of God here so people can can listen and come out from the darkness come out from the sickness come out from the from the uh unbelieving spirit come out from the you know the uh, alcoholism and addictions and we are doing we are bringing joy peace and uh, life in their uh in their lives so that is the main object yeah there there is a big task but when the people come together and join hand for one cause which is great commission of jesus christ yes work burden is little town. so we would like task is big but when the godly people come together pray and spread out to the gospel uh, spread out to the field to share the gospel there there is a great result and i i i seen i encourage people uh, uh, from other other parts of the world to pray continuously Pray for the levers. Yeah, there is a lot of challenges, circumstances, but God is handling all these things uh, and helping us to spread out the gospel in these places.
0: We're not going to mention any numbers here, but I know that the multiplication is great. Um, tell us about the the persecution and one of the reasons why we have changed the name of of our brother and we are not mentioning places uh, is because this is a very public uh, podcast. But um, tell us about the persecution that is happening in India at the moment.
1: Persecution is very high at present in the country, uh, especially on the uh, these brothers and sisters, those who are carrying the faith on Jesus Christ and carrying the gospel to the field area. Uh, many people are beaten up very badly, many people are misplaced because of the highly persecutions by the villagers, by the some other fanatical groups who are really, really uh, observing us uh, and wanted us to stop God's work. So, yes, uh, many pastors, um, I, I can say many places, they, they are really badly beaten up till death, but they... They are not dead, but they just beaten up till death, they things and uh, very bad. And, uh, you know, community uh, persecution also, community people are just kicking out from the village area. They are not allowing them to take water from the well or bore well, and they are not allowing to participate in, you know, culture activities, you know, the marriages, you know, the burial things, and... uh, other ritual things, because uh, they think they are following Christ, so they are not from our community. But one thing, Jesus came to change the lives, not not any kind of the name in religion. So Jesus only come for the save the soul, save the soul from the hell. And he gave the opportunity to receive as a Christ to go for uh, as we receive Jesus Christ, we go to the heaven. So that is the main things. And uh, uh, persecution is at present high, at present. Uh, and uh, we are praying for that. And we would like to pray for the persecution as high. And second things I want to tell you, uh, we understand that things is persecution. When the persecution happens, believer become strong. Church grows. Scattered happened among the believers. When they scattered happen, when they misplaced, you know, the gospel preached out many places by these people. Gospel spreads. So in other hand, I can say this is good things when the persecution is happening. And uh, as I talked in earlier, persecution sometimes harm on the body, injured the body. Sometimes people lose. People uh, lost their soul, family members, church vandalized, and uh, you know the motorcycles, bicycles broke down by this fanatical group. So, yeah, there is other hand. There is uh, you know the physical, uh, you know the loss and damaged. And other word, spiritually we become strong. Church become strong. Church grows and uh, these things are happening in other hand i can say but keep praying what's going on in the present uh, at present in our places
0: amazing the um the growth of the church and the maturing the depth of the church goes very deep under persecution and uh, and yet our hearts go out to the people who are paying great costs for the for the sake of the gospel people who are who are being beaten um uh, many pastors who are put into jail. Um I heard recently of a story of uh, some some people uh who were being harassed uh in their in their church and um they called the police for help and the police came and arrested them and um put the actual pastors in jail <laughs> not the not the people who were harassing and um and they're still in jail. And the great great injustice and uh those those who are listening, I want to ask you to pray for pray for this, because in the correspondingly, you know um, our brother just says the church is exploding, it's growing, it's being purified, it's a holy church and uh, and there is a there is a great growth happening in the midst of this. so uh please pray for the church in India that God would sustain and help uh, uh what is happening. Tell me, uh, Brother Simon, um, some of your dreams, your hopes for the future as you look at this great nation, the, the nation that makes your heart weep and you, you love India as, as, uh, as your country, your people. What are your hopes for the vision that God has given you for the future? Thank you, Brother.
1: You asked me for my vision for my great country in India. We are dreaming, we are praying for our people, our nation. Nation at present in the darkness. Darkness means alcohol, destruction, rape, and uh, you know the many kind of the bad things. We want to give them a good education and bring out from that uh, darkness in the lightness truth, good life, and they can live the you know the godly life. Main things is to share the gospel to them, so every soul can get the accept Jesus Christ as savior in their lives. That is our main object, and we are not talking about the church planting, but we are talking about the sustained disciple making movement in our places, so that everyone can get opportunity to share the uh, uh, to get the uh, uh, received Jesus Christ in their lives. As a savior. So that is the main. And second things, uh, as I said earlier, I want to see every disciple going out and sharing the gospel. Second things, every leaders are going out making leaders. Every house church giving birth new house churches and every village filled with the gospel. That is the main, main object or main reason for us. And every soul glorified. Jesus, as we see in the book of Revelation seven, nine, where it's written, every tongue, tribes and nations, people are praising and saying hallelujah front of the lambs of thrones. So that is, that is a great, great dreams what John saw. And that is our dreams here to every people, every community and tribes. They know Jesus Christ as savior in their lives and they are praising front of the, front of the throne of lamb.
0: Hmm. Amazing. As we, um, as we wrestle what used to be in the West, the Christian, the Christian nations that sent people all around the world are now the great Christian nations of the West are now the mission field where God wants to reach back in and see the West turn back to Christ. As we become, um, hungry and dependent on God for his work in our own nation. Simon, brother, give us a uh, a word of encouragement to finish our podcast. What What would you like to say to the people who are making disciples, who are in the harvest, who are doing discovery Bible studies, who are reaching out to their communities, their family, who are believing for multiplication? uh to take place. Give us a word that would finish this podcast. A word of encouragement.
1: My encouragement to those who are uh, doing these things, like uh, church planting, disciple making around the world. At present, this is the time for the for us to uh, take that uh, uh, word in our lives and go out to do uh, God's work. First, second things simple things multiply, simple things can under understandable by the people. And what Jesus taught his disciple, he taught simple things to his people. This is the time to people can understand the gospel in a simple way. So, my encouragement to to the people is, every disi- disciple, every every church planter, They follow the great commission of Jesus Christ, which is in Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus always asks his people to pray for labor. We need to pray. Church is not praying at present for laborers. Leaders are going out and sharing and doing conduct meeting and conference and seminars, but their people are not where the church are at present. We need to be jointly, collaboratively uh, come out And do the mission of God to fulfill the great commission and fill the place with the gospel where Paul says no place left. There is no place where gospel uh, uh, is empty place. Every place is filled with the gospel. So that is is my encouragement to the people who, who are listening. Pray and obey. Simple things. Obeying. Obeying only, not for the pastors and leaders of leading the groups, but obeying for everyone, those who are participating in the church or in the in the groups where they are worshiping Lord and, you know, the reading and learning the word of God. Everyone needs to be obeyed. And second, uh, third thing is to going out where they are. Jesus went out. After that, he sent his 72 disciples to going out. Uh, today, my encouragement is to be, my job is not in the, inside the church, but my job, men is outside of the church. Those who are going to die and they are dying without knowing Jesus and going to hell, we need to save their soul and bring to them into the God's house or into the God's Place. So that is my encouragement to them. Prayer, obedience, going out, sharing the gospel, and teach them to obey what Jesus commanded us to teach them. So that is very simple things I am encouraging. And then you can see there is a multiplication growth. Where you've seen there is a sustained house church planting, sustained disciple making. Leaders are making you see, you see, there, there is a multiplication, growth, and a uh, 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 place will with, uh, with filled with the gospel. There, place filled with the uh, uh, people of God, where and everyone is praising Jesus. So, my encouragement to get ready, this is a time if you want to bring back Jesus, if you want to end, will come you have to preach the gospel then jesus come here and take us for eternal place we will we will we will be with them for long many many years and you know there will be great joy there will be great celebration praising saying everyone saying hallelujah so what we are dreaming to go to heaven we need to do some things here on the earth to preach the gospel and people of God you are listening me you heard many stories from our side and I hope you encouraged my encouragement to pray 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 and go out
0: simple obeying and make disciples then angels come